Welcome to Tenemini Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is at 7 p.m. Also, our Sunday school review is Friday today at 7 p.m. where we have question and answer session. And every question is answered with Bible. If you would like to join or to donate to Ten of Many Holiness Ministries, check out our website where everything we do can be seen. And you can reach that website at tominc.wixsite.com slash tentofmeaning. Amen? Amen. So this lesson today is Prophesying Daughters. And it starts out in Luke. We have uh, Luke 2, 36 through 38. We also have Acts uh, 2, 16 through 21, and Acts 21, 8 and 9. And it's talking about the daughters who prophesied. Now, there are a lot of women in the Bible that did prophesy, but they only hit on three of them. Mm -hmm. And they're all in the New Testament. And not only that, but we see that it's in Acts and in Luke and Luke wrote Acts and Luke. <laughs> right. Right? That's a fun fact for you. So we're going to see in 16. And it says, And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity right mm -hmm. and she was a widow of about four score and four years which departed not from the temple but served God with fasting and praying night and day and she and she coming in that instance in that instance, gave thanks likewise unto the Lord, and spoke of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. Now, Anna was a prophetess, and you'll know about Anna when you read about the birth of Christ. Mm -hmm. You'll see that she was in the temple when uh, they were about to go through the different uh, rituals that they do with the with the babies, right. and she just happened she happened to be there, mm -hmm. knowing that she was a woman who prophesied. What else did you have on her as well? Oh well, I did a little background on Anna. I just wanted to get. I was a little nosy because they don't talk very much about her. I mean, besides in 37 that she's, well, I have to say this, score means 20 years. Right. So she's four score. So she's um, 84 years old. Right. Um, the fact that she's 84, you know, um, I didn't, I don't know if anybody else knew this, but she's, her, she's from the lineage of Asher, but her Zelpa, who was the maidservant to 
um, Jacob. Tell, Jacob. Tell. Yeah. Yeah, which is you know Jacob Israel, same person. Uh-huh. He's the she's the um, what do you call it the maidservant to to him, and I guess being and I wanted to know about the tribe of Asher. I wanted to know why, what what was the importance of putting Anna in it, because they not they don't usually talk about women in the Bible this to this extent, uh-huh. you know. For one, she's a prophetess. For two, she was the daughter of Fanel. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Fanuel. Yeah, Fanuel. And then for three, she's from the tribe of Asher. And when you look up the tribe of Asher, they were the ones that was blessed through Jacob. Jacob didn't bless all of them. Uh-huh. You know, but Asher was one of the tribes that he did bless because it was 12 tribes of Israel. Right. And um, when you go to Genesis in 49, it says, out of Asher, his bread shall be fat, and he shall yield royal dainties. And then when you go into Deuteronomy, it tells you what type of blessing proceeded after that. It says, Asher, be blessed with children, and let him be acceptable to his brethren, and let him dip his foot in oil. It's like you finally get to see where she's where she comes from and why she's even mentioned in this part, you know, besides the fact that she is a prophetess and... and prophesying and all that good stuff and then in 38 it Uh shows how what she says in 30 what she says in 38 and what she did is prophesied before back in luke in in chapter one Uh and it's like oh okay so her prophecy with that what has been prophesied in one is coming true in two Mm -hmm. i mean it just shows you like her and then it shows how obedient she was to God and fasting and praying night and day. Her faith she didn't depart from. It showed her morals. It's like it shows so many good things about her. And I just wanted to know like where she came from. Yeah, and it also talks about how she. Um, it's you know once her husband died, mm-hmm. she went to the church and she just stayed in the church. Right, right. She was there for the rest of her days. Yeah. You know, and um, she was a true woman of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is what we see with one of the prophesying daughters. Mm-hmm. And not only that, she got to see Jesus. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't. Know, it's it's like the reward that she got for doing for for being in Christ was to see Christ. Right. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I mean, and her lineage. I mean, yeah. her pedigree was blessed from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. You know, to to be blessed through Jacob, which is Israel, Yeah. on down the line. I mean, she came yeah. from good stock. Yeah, right. And she kept it going mm-hmm. because you can see it says that she didn't falter. You know, so that that's just, I don't know. I just wanted to know who she was. Right. And we and this is what you learn about and you know and like you said it wasn't that much stuff about Anna, right? But you know when you dig into it a little bit you can find some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, just like with any scriptures, uh, you dig a little bit you'll find enough stuff to to kind of gather something. Yeah. You know? And Anna is one of those. You know you have to go back to what lineages she came from and yeah. all of those different things and kind of get an idea of how she ended up in the place she ended up. 
Right. Because I, I guess I should say this too. This was her, her lineage was still from Jacob, but it was through Leah. Yeah, Leah, because it was Leah's Zelpa servant. Leah's, yes, Zelpa yeah. is Leah's servant, but Zelpa had kids with Jacob. Right. So this is still in the good line of, right. you know, right. Jacob and Israel. Right. I don't know why I keep so. saying Jacob and Israel, but you know what I mean. Yeah, Same Jacob. person. Yeah, because yeah. Jacob is Israel. Jacob is Israel. <laughs> right. And so we go on to um, 16. Mm -hmm. And 16 says, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. It says, and on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire, and vapor of smoke. The sun shall turn into darkness, and the moon into blood, before the great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whoever, whosoever, shall come, call on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. And I, you know, and then when you, when you read this, it's like, well, why is it there? <laughs> but, you know, this is explaining, just like we just read about Anna. Mm -hmm. You read in these scriptures here, from 16 to 21, you learn that it was prophesied that these women... We'll prophesy. The daughters shall prophesy. Right. And you see also that as they prophesy and dream dreams, mm -hmm. they're going to be prophesying things to come in the later days. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. So, it says... And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And you think about when the Holy Spirit came down. Mm -hmm. It comes out on these people, on all of these people. Now, see, this only came down on people that are in Christ. And he says, and they shall prophesy. The daughters shall prophesy. And your, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. So, uh, and then it says, and on my servants, all my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Right. So, there is not a woman that will be missed. That's right. That won't be prophesied. That's right. And we look at a lot of women that do prophesy, and it's the difference between prophetess and having the gift of prophecy. 
prophesying, you know. That's why. When you are a prophetess, you, uh, you live a certain life. Mm -hmm. You live the life of a prophet. Mm -hmm. To prophesy, to have the spirit of prophesying on you, the gift of prophesying, God can put that on anybody. Mm -hmm. God can put that on somebody to give somebody a word. But that's the gift of prophecy. That's the gift of prophecy. But when you are living the life of a prophet, um, you're secluded. You're, you know, you you want to see everything. You don't. You can't take a lot of stuff from a lot of people. And you, all you want to do is say what thus says the Lord. Prophets. And they are a peculiar type of people. And they only listen to God. Okay. And um, you, you'll see that mm -hmm. in true prophets. Mm -hmm. they, are, they don't like to be in crowds. <laughs> they like to be secluded. They like to be, you know, there's just a lot of different types of prophets. Mm -hmm. Prophets and prophetesses. You know, but... When you, when you live in the life of a prophet, you are only catering to God. That's because that's all you want to do. Yeah, true. When you have a gift of prophecy, that can go on anybody. You know, God can give that, give a word to give to somebody like that. But living the life is a whole different story. And we see that, you know, we in this is what and God is talking about. He'll pour out this where all of these women will just be prophesying, giving a word. Because mm -hmm. it's gonna be a lot to talk about in those days. Right. <laughs> and that eighteen reminded me I had wrote down that um Galatians three and twenty eight, when it says, um, neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female for are all one in Christ Jesus. And that just, to me, that scripture coincides with 18 because it's just everybody, no matter what, male or female, mm -hmm. we are all going to have his spirit upon us. Right. So it's just reminded me of that scripture. Right. Yeah. It's just awesome. Awesome, awesome. And then look at 20. It says, The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before mm -hmm. the great and notable day of the Lord come. Mm -hmm. People, you know, you'll hear some people say, You know, I can't wait till the Lord come back. And even in the Bible, it tells you, Why are you waiting on the day of the Lord? That's a terrible day. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot a of people say that, though. They want, they waiting on God to come and they want to be here and they want to. It's a horrible day. But a lot of people say they do. They want to see it. They want to be here. Yeah. And it says, It shall come to pass that whoever shall call on my name shall be saved. Yeah. I mean, right. in this description, when it shows you in 20, that the sun shall be turned into darkness. Yeah. This isn't a good thing. Yeah, this, this is a bad a, day. It's a bad day. Why would you want to be here? 
and the moon into blood before the great and notable day of the Lord. Like, why? Really? Yeah. And then, and then when you go over to Mark and it tells you more detail about that scripture, because it says, but in those days, after that tribulation, after that, meaning after that, uh-huh. here comes more. <laughs> right. so, the sun shall be darkened, the moon shall not give her light, and the stars of heaven shall fall. The stars yeah. shall fall. Yeah, they're going to fall out of the sky. They just fall out of the sky. It's not, it's not raining, you know, yeah. you know, rain. This yeah. isn't a good thing on your head. And on Sundays, you know, we're going through the book of Revelation, and you're going to see, you know, as we go through this, yeah. you'll see all of these things that's going to happen during this great and terrible day. Yeah. You know, it... You see it from John's point of view, where the fall, the stars fall out of the sky. Mm. You know, it, it'll say in the scripture, John say, "Fire rain down from heaven." But we're gonna know it as meteor showers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and and that's how, you know, because he's seeing it from heaven's point of view, but we're gonna be seeing it from Earth's point of view. Right. And Earth's point of view is a meteor shower. It's going to hit the earth. And that's one thing I always have to I always have to put that in my head. John is actually visualizing it. You have to make sure that you remember, because I have to do it. I don't know about anybody else, but I have to remember that he's looking downward. Yeah. We will be looking upward. Yeah. yeah. So so his vision is it's totally from different. Point it's from heaven's point of view. Yeah, yeah. When you hear him explain it, it doesn't sound as bad. But when you understand what it really is from our point of view, it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thanks. Oh, I see four <laughs> horsemen gall- galloping and coming to her, you know. They are finna cause havoc here. Yes. You know. <laughs> you know <laughs> so okay. some things about to go down. And see, these are the things that the that the uh, daughters will be prophesying about. Right, right. And the, in that scripture above, in the 18, going back for two seconds, it says, and on my servants. He made he makes it a point to say my. Yeah. So it's distinctive where his spirit will be on. My servants. He's saying my servants because you have to understand that these are God's people. Right. Right. I sent them here. The word that is coming out of their mouth is mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's right. why I can't really understand false prophets. Because mm-hmm. the things that you say are supposed to be God-led. Mm-hmm. Which means God's supposed to have given you a word to give to his people. But you, you know, these false prophets, on purpose, says these things in God's name. Yeah. No fear of the Lord at all. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last two in eight and nine, it says, "And the next day, mm-hmm. we that were of Paul's company departed." And came unto Caesarea, and this is Acts 8 and 9. Mm-hmm. 
And we entered into the house of Philip the evangelist, which was one of the seven, and abode with him. Now we understand who Philip is. Philip was one of the seven who had, who's in Acts that had the Holy Spirit that they used. Um, a lot of people said it was seven deacons, but the scripture never called them deacons. So stop deacon. saying that because it ain't never say that they were seven deacons. But they talk about the seven that was in there. Even the Bible doesn't say, it says he was one of the seven. It didn't say he was one of the seven deacons. No. It just say he's one of the seven. And we learned that uh, Philip was one who talked to the, um, he talked to the eunuch, eunuch out in the desert. Mm -hmm. And the, the uh, eunuch was reading scripture. Mm -hmm. And, um, Philip came out there, God sent him out there, right. and he asked, you know, do you know what you're reading? He asked the uh, eunuch, was he, did he know what he was reading? And the eunuch was like, how can I? Don't nobody show me, you know. Right. So Philip read it to him and for him, and he understood it, gave him the Holy Spirit, and he just, he got uh, baptized out there in the desert, an oasis showed up somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he got baptized and he went back to his hometown. Yeah, and um, but it's real interesting how Philip disappeared. And then it says, and Philip disappeared and ended up somewhere else. Yeah, God was really dealing with that man. Yeah, and then yeah. it goes on to say, and 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 to know that is to understand nine why it's there. And it says, and the same man, this Philip, had four daughters, virgins, which did prophesy. So you know how, once you understand Philip's story, you can understand why they put his daughters in there to show you that this was a powerful man of God who was filled with the Holy Spirit, and he had four daughters that were virgins, but they did prophesy, which means they were strong in the Word, too. Yeah. Prophesying daughters. Yeah. And this was what the lesson was about today. Does women have a place in scripture? Yeah, women have a big place in scripture. I mean, think about the first prophet is that you hear about in scripture is um, Miriam. Mm -hmm. And she was the one when they got to the um, Red, sea. Red Sea and they was about to split. When, they, when Moses split the waters, mm -hmm. her and the women, wasn't nobody moving. No. And... Um, so Miriam grabbed the tambourine and got her girls and they just went on and <laughs> yeah. danced on across there. And that's yeah. what got everybody started to go. Right. So, you know, even when Miriam got in trouble with God, the whole camp stopped moving until her punishment was over. Yeah. You know, you might say, oh, Miriam, she messed up and went against Moses, but... She was so powerful of a person mm -hmm. that God made the whole camp stop mm -hmm. till her punishment was over. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, you know, it, women have a prominent place in the Bible. Can't deny that. Mm -hmm. And now it's time to go to our ten statements. Okay. And if you have something in the statements too, you can add. Okay. You guys. Okay, and 
looking at one, it says the power of God's spirit equips men and women to fulfill Christ's missions. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit teaches us all things. And when you're in Christ, he teaches you how to do whatever you need to do. Whatever needs to be done in Christ, the Holy Spirit will teach you. And it doesn't matter the gender. <laughs> he just teaches you all things. Right? That's right? It didn't say the Holy Spirit teaches all things except this part. <laughs> yeah, or it doesn't say the Holy Spirit teaches men all things and women all these things. Yeah. It just says the Holy Spirit teaches all things. Right? right? And we have to know that. Anybody got another one? Um. I know two. Two says God still uses women today. True. There are a lot of women that prophesy. There is a lot of women who, who are prophets. True. They're prophetess. True. Right? My wife is one of them. She prophesies all the time. She gets dreams. She, she's a prophetess. True. She helps a lot of people yes. with the help of the Lord. Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, number six. Our service to God should continue as long as we are physically able to serve. Number six. Mm -hmm. Our service to God should should continue as long as we are physically able to serve. Right. Should continue as long as we are physically able to serve. If you're physically able to serve, if you're physically able, mm -hmm. that's the thing. If you are physically able, yeah. serve. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if you're not, you still can serve. Yeah. If you're physically able, sir. I kid you not. I'm going to tell you a little quick uh, thing about a patient that passed away um, that I had. And he, when I met him, he was 97. Uh -huh. You know, and he passed away and we went up and got to be 100. Yeah. And I kid you not, he didn't leave the home. He didn't go out anymore, you know, and stuff like that. He was... In a wheelchair, but everyone that came to his house, he gave work. Yeah. He's like, I can't go to church. The church comes to me now. Yeah. So the doctors that came every week, there was a doctor he saw every week, there was a nurse he saw every week. He was still passing the word of God to everyone that came to his house. Yeah, and it was, um, one man that came back to his house after right. he had passed away, right? And he wanted he he wanted to tell um, his daughter mm -hmm. that um, how much of an impact right um, he had on his life, right? And how he came to Christ just by Come. listening to him, yeah. Uh, Coming to his house. Coming to his house and tell him about Christ on his bed. Right. 
And that, and that man came to Christ just by listening to the words that he spoke. Right. That's yeah. amazing. That is awesome. And see, those and are the type saved. of legacies you want to leave here. And That's he got saved. Yeah. He got saved. He, he got saved through through a man <laughs> that never walked. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's that's just awesome. Yeah. So that's why I said physically, I don't know. Just just being able. He said he had just he wasn't a physically. Days ago. So he was able. Yeah. And it's like you can still talk. Right. And and when you think about it, it's like this man was on his deathbed. Mm-hmm. Speaking life into somebody else. Somebody else. Ain't that amazing? That's awesome. That's how we do. Minister Prentice says there aren't restrictions on ministry. It's not. The gospel must be spread. It must be Amen. spread. It must be spoken. Yes, and God will use anybody mm-hmm. to do it. That's right. You know, in that man that um, uh, my, um, my wife is talking about, I'm so glad we got to see him. Mm-hmm. A day before, two days, yes, two days before he passed like away, that, yeah. we got to pray with him. We got to, you know, hold his hand and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad God gave us um, a chance to see him. Yeah, he's, you know, I'm glad awesome. God did that. So that's why I said, take physically out. Just say able. <laughs> just able. Yes, able, because he's he was just talking. So just say able. As long as you able, keep yeah. serving. Anybody else? Anyone? Which ones did we do? One, two, and six. I forgot. Ten says both women and men are God's mouthpiece. That's right. You can be God's mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. And this is a, and I want to talk to. The women who are prophetess, mm-hmm. listen to me. The women who are prophetesses and not speaking up, mm-hmm. don't lose your blessing by not speaking up and listening to what God tells you to do. If you are a prophetess, you need to be prophesying. Don't be scared of your gift. Don't be scared of what people might think or what they might say. Because, trust me, you'd rather deal with them than to deal with God and have to tell God why you didn't do your job. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So true. Please, if you are a man or a woman, and you are a prophet or a prophetess, or if you are a minister or a pastor or whatever, do your job. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're doing the job that God called you to do. It's very important. I like number nine. Mm -hmm. Number nine says, Jesus said, if we don't respond to God's call, God will call some, someone who will. Mm. Basically, mm. we're not on, you know, he's not on our time. We're on, you know, what is it? We're on his time. He's not on ours. So with that being said is that if we don't want to do what he says when he calls us, there's a million people that will 
be willing to do what he wants. Right. And see, that's the thing, too. You don't want to get into a situation where God called you to do something, and you don't do it, and then he uses somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. Don't get passed over just yeah. because you don't, because, you're, because of fear. Mm-hmm. Don't get passed over because of fear. Because God's word is going to go forth regardless. True. You want to be in that process. Your blessings are in that process. Yes, go ahead. Minister Prentice says, um, sometimes we lack understanding of our God-given gifts, and it can spook you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, and and a lot of people, that's why why I guess the Lord put it on my mind to, to, to have this conversation, because it can be scary when you don't understand what it is and what is it, what's going on with you. You, yeah. you have these things in you. You're having these dreams. You don't know what they mean. Mm-hmm. Um, it's put on your heart to talk to certain people about certain things, but you're scared to because you don't know how they're going to react. And in a lot of ways, and in a lot of times, when God puts something on your heart to tell somebody, God has already got their hearts ready to hear it. You see what I mean? When God tells you to go and talk to somebody about something, he's already put it in their heart. Because when you get prophesied to, they're not going to tell you something that God didn't already talk to you about. The reason that they're talking to you is because you didn't listen the first time. They're not telling you nothing new. They're telling you something they shouldn't have to, <laughs> but you didn't listen. So God uses them to help you get along. Because you'll hear it, you'll see something going on in your life, and you just, eh, you know. And then somebody will come to you and start telling you, you know, the Lord put it on my heart to tell you not to go here. Mm-hmm. And you, the first thing you'll say is, you know what? Something told me not to go over there. Something. Something, because you don't know about it. Something is the Holy Spirit talking. But see, and there's two sides to that, because Mm -hmm. the person doesn't know why they're being prophesied to. Mm -hmm. And you might be scared as the person that is prophesying, because you don't know how they're going to take you. Mm -hmm. But you have to get that word out. Minister Prentice says, amen. It will be confirmed on both ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's confirmation. That's what it is. Right. Prophecy and prophesying is confirmation of something that God didn't already talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Nobody is going to come up to you and tell you something that God didn't already talk to you about. That's the whole point. God deals in witnesses. Okay. So when a prophet or a prophetess come to you with a word, it's a witness mm-hmm. to you because you know. That God didn't already told you this already. (laughs) Wow. Right? God told us that we will be his witness in the earth. Mm -hmm. That's what he means. We're going to witness to you about something that God didn't already told you. Mm. You know better. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right. 
8 says, God chooses on whom he will pour his spirit. Mm -hmm. Right? right? We noticed in, um, in the book of Acts, mm -hmm. when the Holy spirit. spirit came down, mm -hmm. it says uh, about, give or take, mm -hmm. 120 of them. Right. And it was more people standing around, but only 100, uh, about 120 of them got the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And the rest of them was watching. Right? Everybody didn't get it. Everybody doesn't get it. Right. Only the people that are in Christ gets it. And he pours out his spirit on whom he chooses. But you have to choose him. Right? right? That's right. You have to choose him. Right. Seven, God's timing is always perfect. God's timing. It's always perfect. Yeah. You know how people say, he's on time God. Mm -hmm. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. You know, he might not have come when you want him, but he come right on time. Mm -hmm. But ain't that when you want him? <laughs> <laughs> Some of the songs don't. Some of these songs. Yeah, you just. Yeah. Yeah, you have to look over some parts. You know. He might not come when you want him, but he come right on time. That's when I want him, right on time. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you want him. But his timing is not our timing. No. That's the thing. No. No, we have to. We won't. Some of us, some of us I wouldn't say, you know, all of us, but some, some of us want, like, microwave time, you know, microwave stuff. Yeah. I want it right now. Instant. I want it right now. Instant. And in the perfect package with a bow. <laughs> and it might come in a cup. Right. You know, you never know. But the, right. And a lot of times we miss, and, and I, and I want to, uh, you know, bring this up. A lot of times we miss our blessing. Mm -hmm. Because God has given it to us, but it just didn't come in the way that you thought it should come. The man in the boat. Mm -hmm. We back to the man in the boat. Right, right. <laughs> When you, you know, you have to be able to see the bigger picture. Right, right. God gave it to you. You just didn't see it because you was looking at it from the left side and it came from the right side. That's right. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. We got three, four, and five. Hmm. I thought we did three. No? Okay. Three says, never should a female question her ability to be used by God. Hmm? Never should a female question. Question her ability to be used by God? Mm -hmm. No, I ask questions. We have to ask questions. I don't agree with that number three. We have to ask questions. And um, the reason we have a whole Old Testament is because people ask people questions. Ask questions. I don't agree with that statement. Yeah, and, and it's a lot of times, you know, um, it's a lot of times that you might need to ask questions. Right. We, the Bible's full of questions. Right. I mean, when you read the books in the Bible, the Old Testament, when the prophets are talking to God, they go back and forth with God all the time about the, what we know about the prophets and about 
scripture is because the prophets and these people in the Old Testament ask questions. It says in scripture we perish for lack of knowledge. You uh -huh. can't gain the knowledge unless you ask some questions. Mm -hmm. I mean, questions give you the, the knowledge you need sometimes. Yeah, even Mary asked her, how was I supposed to have a baby and, right. I, and I don't have a husband? husband right. <laughs> she asked a question. She asked a question. She needed to know. <laughs> so I, um, okay. I agree with that one. I'm going to take that one out. <laughs> and then it says never should a female. Well, not a male. But no. No, I don't agree. No. What I will say is, don't ever think mm -hmm. that God won't use you because you're a female. Oh, now that I agree with. Yeah, don't ever think that God won't use you because you're a female. Because you're a girl. Yeah. He'll use you. God uses men, females. We've seen God use donkey. Yeah. <laughs> so God will you. use whatever he needs to use to get his point across to you. But in order. And descending in order. Right. He's not going to go against his word. Yeah. There are plenty, plenty of uh, women in the Bible doing some great things. Mm -hmm. Even um, Deborah is, and she's a judge. Mm -hmm. She's one of the judges and judges. Right. 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 It's a whole book called Judges. People say, only God can judge me. You can't judge me. It's mm -hmm. a whole book called Judges in the Bible. Right. People judging. Stop that. When he says we can judge, we just judge righteously. Yeah, we're supposed to judge righteously. Okay. Yes. Minister Prentice says it could possibly be speaking to the total denial as opposed to being curious and unsure. Yeah. Okay. And and at the same time, it's no it's not a problem to be curious. And mm -hmm. it's not a pro and it's not a problem being unsure. Mm -hmm. A lot of us we nobody that I know, mm -hmm. even in the Bible, started out just knowing who they were except Jesus. Because well, <laughs> I didn't know who I was. You know, I was going around doing a lot of, telling people a lot of stuff that, you know, yeah. I wasn't doing it in order. Yeah. You know, so. Moses true. had a hard time knowing who he who was before God had to tell him. Yeah. You know. You know, you have a lot of people like that yeah. in the Bible. They they just, you know, they're just regular people. That's what I love about the Old Testament. You, you see all these superheroes in the Old Testament, but they were just regular people just obeying God. But they had questions, yeah. and they wasn't always sure about themselves. And who was that that questioned God, and God came back with a says God gifts people for ministry according to his will and plan not ours 
God gives you according to what he needs in the earth. There's no need for six prophets to be in one room when other gifts are needed. You know what I mean? God puts, that's why he say I give some prophets, some elders, you know, some teachers, some preachers, some pastors, all of these prophets. You know, he gives all of these different things because everybody, you know, they're all needed. They're all needed. Everybody doesn't have the same gift. And don't worry about everybody else's gift. Concentrate on the one that you have. We have enough learning the one gift that we have. Yeah. Worrying about, man, I wish I could do what they do. How about doing what you do to the best of your ability? That means staying back. Stay in your lane. We have a hard enough time trying to do all of this other stuff. You know, trying to do, trying to live the life that God has planned for us. Let alone trying to get somebody else's gift and do what they do. You know? And that is it. That is it. For that. And um, let me see. So the next lesson that we have yes. is coming out of John 4, 25 through 42. That's a lot of scriptures. Call to evangelize. John 4, 25-42. And if, again, if you want one of these Sunday School lessons, mm -hmm. email us at t-o-m-m-i-n-c at yahoo.com and we will make sure it gets out to you uh, no later than Wednesday mm -hmm. so you'll be ready for Friday yes. and be awesome for Sunday. Yes. Right? Yes. And um, you will get one once you, once you contact us, we, we will send you one every week. Yeah. We'll send you one every week. You'll get one out every week. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Oh. Yes. Sorry, Minister Prince had one more comment. He says, very big problem today is people not focusing on themselves. <laughs> They're not focusing on themselves? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. When it comes to the gifts and stuff, mm -hmm. everybody in everybody else's business. Yeah. Saying your own business. I see God put it now where you have to stay in your own house. Oh, corona. Now you got to get to know you. There you go. You want to get to know you? <laughs> That's true. Some people don't like to get to know themselves. Get to know you That's so you can get to know God. Right. I mean, this is a great time. I mean, when you you got put in your own house and everybody is worried about, oh, this corona is going to get to know God while you're in there. You got time to pray. You got time to fast. You got time to get to know God. You got time to study your scriptures. Mm -hmm. Get to know God. All right. All right? Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for another Bible study. We thank you for the scriptures that you have given us today. 
We thank you for the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word. Now we can go and teach others what we will, what we have learned here today. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. 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 Stay blessed and faithful. Good night.